Hi, hello. Thank you for joining us for Sister Wives, Season 1, Episode 7, also known as the last regular episode of Season 1. The next episode is an NBC special, which we're mm, debating on covering, but definitely we're going all in on the honeymoon. 44 minutes. I'm going to be watching for everything. The only reason I would say we should do the special is because it's so rare. Well, even now it's non-existent to see all of them sitting in the same room, in the same couch, not necessarily talking their shit this early in the season or in the seasons, but I think it would be good to reflect or compare of how they used to be to where they are now. One of the main reasons I don't want to cover it is I feel like it's going to be super fake. We could at least watch it, and if there's really no content, we don't have to cover it. You know what I mean? Okay, let's leave it up to the people. A Twitter poll will be activated once this episode drops. Look for it on Twitter. I barely know how to use Instagram. I'll see if there's a poll feature. I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated. But for now, we wanted to focus on and celebrate the last episode of the season. It was a good one. Again, we've said it all season. There is so much content in 22 minutes. In 22 minutes now, we get the entire family prepping for a wedding. We get to see the wedding. Sometimes they might sneak peek a little bit. And then obviously, like most shows, you'll get a cliffhanger. And then the next episode actually features what you want to watch. But in this case, you get to see the beginning prep, the middle, and the end of the wedding. Guys, if this was a season now... The whole buildup would have been the entire season, and next season, we would see the wedding. Number one item, though, that we have to talk about before we do our deep dive. Big shout out to at MILFLOVERLIV on Twitter. They gave me a great suggestion. They asked if we were going to talk about Christine's new boyfriend. It kind of makes sense. We are covering, I mean, this is a rewatch, but in totality, this is our Sister Wives podcast as, as a whole. So we, I think we should reflect on what's going on with the Browns currently. So I have a source. This source is not, you all have the same source. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew that Christine had a boyfriend. I don't know who he is, what he looks like. I just know a couple things about him. I heard again, what did we say last episode? Like take everything we say with like a gallon of salt. For sure. <laughs> so I heard he's a Disney fan as well. Fantastic. Perfect for her. Already a fan. Perfect for her. And what we see, what was it, yesterday or the day before, Christine posted a story on Instagram. And that's what they're called, right? I'm not even kidding. I don't even know what they're called. We sound like fucking boomers I know, and I'm not. I just, (laughs) I don't even have a personal Instagram. Is it a story? Is it a reel? No, a reel is like... Oh boy. And then YouTube has their own thing. Fuck. Okay. They're called you know shorts. Oh, YouTube's there called shorts. There was a video posted <laughs> on Instagram with Christine doing her car confessional. And her car confessional this week was I am seeing someone exclusively. And she's super happy. And she says he's so romantic and nice and good with truly, which means he's already becoming integrated. He has met truly. This must be such a mental shift for Christine because. I would imagine the way Christine was raised sort of more, it's traditional, but it's polygamy. But I don't think Christine had a lot of boyfriends. I don't think she's had any. any. So she went from very young, everyone, you know, we're young and dumb, whatever. She gets married to Cody. 
that's the only relationship she's ever had like that. So it must be. And at that point, Cody's already married to two other women. Mm -hmm. So this must be so new and strange to have one man all the time to yourself giving you. I mean, just imagine when Cody was a good husband and he gave you that love and affection. But you have to multiply that by five times, four times, because you do get all this time with one individual. Also think about how much less pressure it is for everyone around you. You're not racing to the altar. You don't have all of these rules you have to follow. You don't have to essentially promise yourself to this person. There's just no religious pressure on this at all. Right. There's no traditional courtship that would happen in their religion or her at this point, she's left the church. So in her old religion, if you're courting or dating, you're kind of, I mean, as long as you both like each other pretty okay, you're going to get married. Just living your best life. And it's it sounds like Christine's taking it very much um, more modern, right? I'm just dating this person. If it doesn't work out, like, it's not a big deal. So as far as we know, the very little info, and if this is the same person that I heard about before, I'm excited. We asked her for a cameo a while back and we, we asked if she was dating and it's okay if you, if you know, if you want to be private and don't answer us, it's totally fine. And she kind of left it a little bit open-ended, but it's nice to now get a confirmation that she is dating and she's found, I don't want to call it love, but that she is getting affection, right? She's getting those feelings. I'm happy for her. When Christine said specifically that he was so romantic That made me so happy because she is such a romantic. She deserves that in return. Her and Cody's love languages were not compatible at all. He Does he have one? I don't know. But it definitely wasn't matching up with Christine. Would you like to see this individual on the following season? Do you think they'll be on the following season? I want to as a nosy gal. As someone that wants to see her succeed and flourish and not have that pressure then no but as a viewer yes i want to see her date and i want to see cody find out and i want to see this guy meet cody i want yeah the handshake of his calloused hands on cody's soft gloved hands yes is he a cowboy i doubt it (laughs) i want i want to see christine introduce them because this individual is around your daughter i think it's important for you to meet and then i want this individual to be slightly taller a full head of hair and have like the strongest grip okay it's dark but in an ideal situation he would get served papers to sign over custody of truly oh that's i'm just this, you, you don't see little, her anyway it's, it's a little too early it's a little too early nope, for all that no nope. i mean i guess robin and cody were together for years before they pulled that shit right i think it's a little mm, you want Christine to hit Cody with the same move. Yes, Ooh, that's, yes that's where I'm going. Is I want Ooh, let's savage. see how you react to it. That's savage. Not that I want that for truly either, but I just get a taste of your own medicine a little bit. Yeah, that was pretty dark. So overall thoughts. I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm so happy he's romantic. And my nosy self wants to see him. No, super happy. I just, you know, want everyone to find love, and it seems like Christine is well on her way to find love. Yep. Alright, in the episode. The wedding day is tomorrow. Tonight is the, I guess what you would consider the bachelor party. Even though they didn't do very bachelor-y things, a bunch of guys came over. Cody says, Logan's basically a man. 
So he's allowed to join. I have a feeling they just went to like the local arcade. They didn't do anything crazy. I mean, they couldn't. Logan was with them. Yeah. Or was he the cover? Oh, interesting. They got crazy. Logan was dropped off at the arcade. Interesting. That could be a possibility, but I, I highly doubt it. In his talking head, Cody says he prefers the presence of women, but sometimes it's nice to go out with the guys. He needs to get away from all the estrogen. It's so annoying. Like, I just don't like anything he says. It's like, why? Why do you have to talk like this? Don't be married to four women then. I would imagine Cody is more comfortable with women because it's that 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 male dominating energy, right? He he doesn't vibe well with another, you know, leader in the home. I, I just don't think that works well with, with Cody's personality. No. Then we head to Robin's house and we see the Cody survival kit that the wives put together for her. It includes celery, his favorite food, which I will never not think is super odd. I think it's odd, but you put some peanut butter on that. I can see how it could be okay. But that's but, not what he's saying. Just celery. In the in the hierarchy of snacks, that doesn't even register for me. It's not even a thing. It's crunchy water with strings. Like there's nothing redeeming there. I'll have it with peanut butter, but that's about it. Also, what'd you think about Cody's a man of salt, but like who doesn't want salt and pepper on the eggs? I'm, I'm a little I'm bit like this. Oh, I'm a God. little bit like this. Oh, I don't love pepper, but I like a little bit, but like a very little bit. I salt though just, down. The combination is just perfect. Just, you know, a little bit of salt, boom, a little bit of pepper, boom. Oh, so good. I also noticed in the survival kit was starch so that she could iron his shirts. How thoughtful, how nice. I don't, I'm not a fan. No. He, okay. This man doesn't help his kids get ready for school he doesn't cook them breakfast okay so basically he does nothing in the morning as far as what i've seen on season one okay he doesn't do anything in the morning to help his kids but expects his wives to iron his clothing for work yes it is all about him f them kids (laughs) they'll get to school how they get to school but i need my clothes ironed and my eggs made with salt only. And you guys need to teach each other how to take care of me. I understand this is like very normal, I think, in their culture. I mean, in a lot of cultures, really. But it's just so off-putting to me to have to baby a partner. Yeah, I just, I feel like if there was a little bit more sharing of duties, I think it would be fine. But I, I don't, like you said, it it's probably pretty normal. I mean... The man goes, right? Very traditional, right? The man goes to work. The women take care of the house and the kids. I get it. But just seeing the amount his kids, because they have so many kids, how much they have to work to, you know, push this thing forward, this family, keep them moving. Like, it takes a lot of effort. And so far, the way they portrayed it, I see this man. Yes, he goes to work. And then he leaves on the weekends to go date and poke his girlfriend. I think the point I'm trying to get to is it's not, there's nothing wrong with the traditional husband goes to work, woman stays home and takes care of the kids or cleans or cooks. If you're happy, that's totally fine. But these women are not happy and they're screaming to the world into the void that they are not happy. So I think that's why it bugs me so much seeing him continue to favor one wife when the others aren't happy. And it's just all about him and his needs. 
We saw the preparations for Cody's bachelor party, but we got no information about Robin's bachelorette party. Did they just do like a tea party? Like, what did they do during this time? I want to know. I don't know the workings of their religion, but like, can the women do something like that? Well, I'm sure they did because she got that like survival kit. So they probably had like, I don't know, dinner or something. But I just wish we saw any of it. I mean, we saw the really lame scenes of like Cody's friends working out on Janelle's equipment and all of this stuff. I don't know, if, if you gave us that scene, why not just give us a scene of like the women having dinner? That's what I, yeah. I hope they got something and weren't like, well, we decided to stop by and drop this off. Okay. What if it was so boring? They just figured like this is, we can't even include this in the show. There's, there's nothing going on. Honestly, that was probably it. I'm saying it's not fair, but honestly, that was probably it. What if the chemistry was super awkward, even, even with the wives? Oh, I think it would be. Cody's the only thing tying them all together. There's what else do you have to talk mm -hmm, about? mm -hmm. I think. I think that was probably it. Yeah. Oh, it went against the kind of show theme of we're one big happy family. So we can't be showing the wives just awkwardly sitting in a room. Bingo. Then it is wedding day. It was a dark and gloomy day, but they said it wasn't a metaphor. That's just literally what it was. It felt very metaphorical to me. Mary even touched on it. She said, that's not just my feelings. Eh. As much as we like to shit on this family... I am glad the sun eventually came out and because everyone deserves a good moment on their wedding day. But rain on your wedding day is supposed to be good luck. Is it? Yes. I don't know if that's something started because it rains so much on wedding days that they're like, this has, we'll just turn this into something good. (laughs) I feel like you could find something online that says that's actually a negative. Well, I like to go with that. It sprinkled on our wedding day. I don't know. If, so we live in the Pacific Northwest, as most of you probably know. If you're not getting married in specific months in the summer, it is like a a good chance it will rain. We have three months of sun and then it's just raining. So you all weddings are crammed into that time. Either way, where we got married, there was there was almost like a roof that could. Like, There's a tent. Ha- half of it could. You could basically like undo half of the top. And you could look at the sky or obviously if it rained, it would just, I think it would be cool if it rained actually. Cause you'd have like that noise, you know, that sound it's, it's, I don't know. It's romantic. I think. But then you gotta think of logistics. Logistics would be odd, but yeah. We find out that the addresses are wrong on the invitation. Pause. All the people that would have reviewed this. How does this happen? I feel like it should have been triple checked between each adult and then finalize like there should have been a review process because that added so much additional stress i think the only way this happens is if one person was in charge of of just that piece the invitations i like to think it was cody honestly i'm an asshole it was cody or robin well definitely like robin like i bet you robin was like this is my wedding i'm gonna create these cards i'm gonna send them out put my big girl pants on and like uh that's the wrong address, Robin. I have some dyslexic tendencies. I will make everyone read everything. There's always a number I, in the wrong spot. I need, I mean, you got like four other people that could go fact check it. Like, no, we need to all sign off before we send these out. How did you feel about their solution being a jar of papers with the correct addresses on them and a photo of only Cody and Robin? In the container with 
glorious purple and brown, which is the greatest color combination. Just a bouquet of balloons above the container. Okay. In one aspect, I think it's okay, but it's interesting to go to the land before time of the cell phones when you could just do a giant group chat and be like, yo, we fucked up the address. Here's a new address. And that's it. But There'll like, always be but, someone that doesn't get it. You need to... Oh, man, the time for a cell phone. I mean, it's like 2010, but, you know, when you had to plan things out with people like, hey, you know, you and your buddies, if, you know, as kids, oh, hey, we're meeting here at six. And that's it. That's all the communication you had between all of you. Like, literally, if you were not there at six, maybe we're going to give you five more minutes. But if you're not fucking there, I guess we're probably going to go to your mom and dad's house and be like, yo, <laughs> are you coming out or not? OK, me and Leon were arguing about this while we were watching 2010. There was not mobile GPS on your phone in that year. There wasn't. Okay. I they were all having flip phones. Ellie, Ellie is totally wrong because I'm pretty sure no. the iPhone came out in 06 or 07. And I'm I'm like 90% sure Google Maps was out or available on mobile. They right only at that have flip phones. We've seen them all with their phones. They only have flip phones. Oh, they're so gross. What? Oh my God. <laughs> that was oh, the amazing. time. It is the time. No. Okay, but seriously, in 2010, we had like the very first, maybe second generation of smartphones. Yeah, that didn't have active GPS on it. You could, there definitely was like MapQuest and like Ask Jeeves, but there was not. No, you had to go home and print them out and put them in your car. I mean, either way, whoever's right or wrong I am here, right. <laughs> they're not like the Browns aren't getting prepared for this. No, their solution is okay. But my biggest question is, did he even ask for permission to put all that shit on someone's yard? It looked like he didn't like he was almost kind of behind a bush. I just think it's amazing that the mix up was that big. It goes from a venue that does wedding receptions to someone's residential home. But if you pre you did your little map quest, and it took you there, you would have no reason to question it. It is funny that they showed the one individual that actually went to the other address. They just well, I'm sure a lot of people did. He just happened to have the paper in his pocket. Mm -hmm. Now, am I reading into it too much by being annoyed that the photo was of Cody and Robin only and not the other wives? It wasn't like a wives plus Cody photo because she's joining the family. They want the family, not just the man. I don't know, with polygamy and especially the Brown family, the way they operate, certain things, I guess whenever they feel like it, are this joint family thing. And then other times it's an individual relationship. For example, obviously everyone has their night with Cody's, but then sometimes they're like, we have to take these family photos. This event's about the family. Then it's, okay, it's just about me and you. It's kind of like... Picking and choosing when it must be hard for them to balance that. It would be hard for anyone because at what times is it a monogamous marriage between two people or a polygamous relationship between five people? Even though we're seeing this unity of Cody and Robin, you still have to sort of uh, appreciate or give um, awareness that you are married to three other women. So in some way... Yes, this is your moment with her, but you kind of have to celebrate all of us together. Okay, this is kind of fucked up. But one of my favorite things is when Robin gets frazzled. 
I know that's not nice to say about anyone, but <laughs> we're and we're hitting her at her weakest too. I, mean, I this know is, this is your wedding day. <laughs> There's so much shit going on. There's so much to plan, but we just fucking love it. <laughs> Robin's running all around the house with her brown dress on. Love it. It's so bad. They should like Why? any other color. Why did they have to pick brown? Just, I know just, it's probably because of the just name. Just because your last name is fucking brown <laughs> does not mean you got to put brown stuff on. Just, just, okay. If my name was like Leon White, I'm not just fucking wearing white all the goddamn In time. In the whole party wearing white? No. That, no, it's just not going to happen. So please pass that along. If your last name is Brown, you don't have to fucking wear. I knew somebody whose last name was Brown. They he never, did not wear they Brown. They fucking never wore Brown. Why do you do this? Why are you this corny? At one point, the kids are kind of messing with each other and Robin goes by and says, Aurora, I need your help. Aurora, I need your help. Aurora, I need your help. That was so fucking annoying. Oh my God. Even as a kid, I would have been like, can you stop being so oh, annoying? Yeah. Everyone is going to get flustered, especially on a wedding day. But, you know, the, the small joy I have is watching this back, and I'm taking it. For some reason, the three times just cracked me up. It was, like, over the top. It wasn't like, hey, make eye contact with me. It was just, I'm going to yell the same things three times as I'm running through the room. <laughs> the odd thing is, that must be normal in their household. I think so. Now, extremely telling. In the talking head, Robin asked, why was I by myself? Mary says with a smile, we only got our hair done in pedicures. Janelle says, if she would have asked us for help, of course we would have picked up the kids. Now, let me expand before you, you go in. This is a fundamental problem in this family. Robin has an expectation that she communicates with no one. No one reads her mind and then she gets pissed off. And now I don't have any um, proof of this last point. But what I assume is she starts crying. She runs to Cody. Cody hates everyone else. This is why we watch the show together, because you pick up things I don't even catch. Like as we were watching this live, my mind's kind of zoned out and I'm like, OK, sounds like a normal conversation. And you're like, wait a minute. She's blaming them right now. Yes. I was like, oh, oh, shit. I love the shade they threw back when they said, well, you told us to go get this done. So we were just doing our hair and doing our nails. So that's what we did. Yep. It's already starting. And it's so, yeah, the blame was so smooth with it, too. She was just real <laughs> under the radar. Yep. And I don't know if they even caught it in this moment. I think Janelle might have when, I mean, her response was pretty valid. Of, well, you should have asked. But also communication like if you starting to feel flustered you could just call them i feel like there should have been communication weeks before this to say i know i get flustered i need someone to either be there with the kids or just take the kids and then we couldn't have then we you know wouldn't have to blame people do you feel like there were things that maybe could have been done before the day e either help from the other family or join like in one example we see robin steaming the girls dresses like couldn't you do that the day before you could but so much happens on a day of a wedding i can't even nah also most of that had to be day of it was like dress stuff which technically could have been done before but then there's hair makeup all that getting the kids ready is chaos but i love going I back know. in time too and just noticing cody's ill-fitting suit i know <laughs> a trend <laughs> through the years 
Speaking of suits, Mary is getting Cody ready because, you know, he just can't do it himself. Just could never put on that jacket. No, he's getting ready in the part of the house that's the most quiet. Accurate. Smart man. Always sneaking away. But it's a little bit difficult because Leon is also standing very close to them in the doorway. Awkwardly close. Yeah, they were very close. And you can feel some uh, intimate tension building. There was a lot of eye contact and googly eyes given between Mary and Cody. It's interesting how conservative they are. Like, if she felt in that moment like, oh, this is my husband. He looks great. Like, just give him a kiss. Like, he's your husband. Who cares? It was more than that. It was more than that. Those eyes are not, I want to give you a peck. Oh. So, while Mary is adjusting his bow tie, she lets it slip out. I wish it was my wedding night. Okay. In front of the kid. No. I was like, stop. <laughs> Leon doesn't want to hear this. I felt I was with Mary for a, a little bit because most of the other wives had little to no, you know, big hoopla about their wedding. But at the end of the show, Mary mentions, oh, I had a great, like I had a big wedding. It was like a big thing. Yeah. I'm like, that's why would you say you wish today was your wedding day when you did have a big wedding no, no, already? No. She said, I wish it was my wedding night. Oh. Oh, are you just making? <laughs> are I you wonder, just making that connection? I she wonder, doesn't give a crap about the wedding. Mm, I wonder who's talk to us, people. Who's reading this correctly? What happens on a wedding night? But also, it's weird to say that because, um, aren't you still doing that? Or did Cody pull the reins on that already? It can be implied the first night was wonderful, amazing, and she wants that experience. Ah, so she was dreaming of the past. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I'll, st I'll still defend my point. You know, I could be right. Your point I is... I could be right. I don't know. Okay. I know it's mean to point out, but another great flustered moment from Robin is she's running out. The kids are in the car before her. She's coming around the car and the door is locked. Hands full, doors locked. Death stare into the back of the van saying, open this door right now. You know it's Dayton. <laughs> Dude, on, okay, reason. honestly, Dayton, it sounds like Dayton now, he's like a very chill adult, doing his thing, going to school. He was a fucking asshole as a kid. No, every kid is a jerk as a kid. Mm. Everyone. We know kids that aren't jerks. Everyone has jerk moments as adults, kids, it doesn't matter. But what's so funny is that Dayton tends to fuck with Robin in the car, and that's why it's so funny. This is like the third scene where... Yeah, you can make a meme of it. <laughs> I like that that's his specialty. In the talking heads, Cody turns to Robin and says, I didn't realize how stressed you were. And Christine just laughed. You know, it was weird. Cody went with Robin to go pick out the dress. The only reason you're not together on a wedding day is because of the whole reveal in the dress thing. Yes. But Robin's not even in her dress gown. So why wasn't Cody just with her? It was probably they're doing like bad luck to see the bride. I'm guessing here. I have no idea. There could be totally religious things behind this, but I assume that's the case. And I'm guessing once they got to the temple that she changed into her wedding dress and then changed back out of it and then changed back into it. That. <sighs> Unless this was a totally separate day. I don't. Which I, I don't, don't think it is because the hair so. was the same. I don't think so. But fact you know how, well, I actually don't know if you know this. There was a time when she said, I made sure I was never alone in a photo with Cody on our wedding day. Oh, well, I remember this because there was like, I think someone trolled her. Well, 
I can't believe I'm giving Robin credit, but you can tell that was a separate day by her hair. She had like a half up, half down do in her wedding photos mm-hmm. that were solo with Cody. Mm-hmm. But the actual wedding day, she did have the up thing with all the rhinestones. Mm-hmm. So as badly as I want to talk crap, I do have to, I have to play it fair. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. I really want to see what's so secretive about this wedding. I just want to know like why cameras are not allowed. She Honestly, says there was so much love and acceptance involved, but I'm like, what does that look like? And what does that mean? Like what kind of traditions take place? Every culture, religion has marriage ceremony traditions. Like do, I'm you, do you change in a special gown? Yes. Is there special activities that are mm-hmm. performed? Do, are the other wives involved in any type of sacred portion of it? Like a, like a, you know, when they tie like rope around, like, you know, you're, yes, bonding, yes. You know, you're all bonding exactly. together. Exactly. I, I bet you it was just normal. People just wanted privacy. Well, no, cameras aren't allowed at all. Or the church is just like, no. Yeah, you're that's not. what it is. Yeah. But you know what's interesting? They try to sell it like it was very emotional, but realistically, the church is just like, no, you can't bring cameras in here. You know, Robin was scrunched face the whole time. Oh my, oh my God. It happened again so many <laughs> times this season. <laughs> Why does Robin react like this? It's like when you're about to cry, but you're not crying like... I can't even do it, but you don't have to do that. It's her specialty. There's no, there's no tears. Like Manipulation you, tactic. You could, you could just be like, oh, that's so sweet. That's so special. And that's it. You don't have to like do this whole thing of like to show emotion. After the ceremony, we are then back in the brown dress. Mary requested that Robin wear a matching brown dress to take family photos. Now, is this inappropriate or resourceful of Mary resourceful to do the family photos, but I don't think I would have asked Robin to change dresses. Like this is her wedding day. I kind of agree. Like I can see, okay, financials are tight. You have the opportunity for a family photo. I definitely see the appeal of being like, we are a family unit. It is not just a wedding photo, but it's hard to make someone do that on their wedding day. So I don't know. I can see both sides. It was almost like the powers that be wanted to show that we are equals in this family. So you need to change into your brown gown like the fucking rest of us. (laughs) You are not special. But I mean, right after that, she could just change right back. Also, I feel for Robin. Like, I don't know how many fucking times you swap dresses, but it was at least four. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Then we get to see the glorious scene of Mary being a backseat photographer. You have the photographer. His job is to take photos, to place people for the photos. And Mary is like, no, 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 this is this is how you do it. Your shoulder is here. Your hand is here. You got to hold her hand. Kids crying because <laughs> Mary's snapping at people. It was a whole thing when you already paid a photographer to do all of this. We find out that the other wives call marry the picture Nazi and Cody tries to save it a bit and says the picture goddess. I don't think I have the energy to direct people for a photo. If there's like 18 people, I'm like, you know what? You're the fucking professional. Yes. Tell these people where to go. Boy, girl, boy, girl. There you go. Figure it out. (laughs) The classic. (laughs) (laughs) That's my only strategy for big photos. Boy, girl, boy, girl. I just feel like, you paid someone, you kind of like their work at least. Let Just do, let them let do, do it. their job. Yep. During the photos, Brianna starts having a meltdown. It's probably been a long day. She's hangry. Whatever the reason is, 
Robin says that she doesn't know why Brianna goes into these prima donna moods where she just kind of turns into a puddle and cries. You and I both looked at each other almost immediately. She got it from her mama. She got it from her mama. Who, like, really, who, Robin, who does that sound like? I was like, really? You're surprised? Huh. Who else does something like this? She just says, you know, doesn't, doesn't really know where it comes from. I think we all do, though. Robin changed back into her wedding dress. And we are doing the cake cutting now. This is where the Clada ring is awkwardly presented by Mary Clada to Robin. Ring. Why is Mary so weird about these things? She's so weird. Do you remember the necklace? It's the first episode. No, no, no. Second episode, it's Robin's birthday. And she's, she's awkwardly like doing she's it like, too. <laughs> like, it, it's fucking... I can't even... We need to get Janelle to do this because Janelle Here. would be like, just talk, Janelle would just like flick it at her. Like, nah, here you go. We thought of you. We thought about you. <laughs> Flicked it at her. <laughs> to the point. She turns into a puddle much like Brianna and she feels like she has gotten into the sorority. You know, if we're being honest, let me go back. Mary probably feels like Robin is going to be one of her like closest friends. Like this is a chance because we know like, they're not close. No. The other wives, they're not. And they're not close with Mary. No, they've already so cut her off. This moment, I mean, the way she acts, it's because she's like, this is going to be my friend. Like, I'm going to have someone on my side. And look at you now. Look at you now. It didn't work out, but it does explain sort of why Mary's always giddy when she does things like this with Robin. It's the new chance. Cody says weddings are complicated. You'd think I'd be better at it by now. Sir, you didn't give the other wives a big wedding, a reception at all, except Mary, but she's first wife, so of course you did, but come on. You were just like, sure, because I have to with your other two. How do you feel about cake cutting, specifically the feeding of the cake to your new spouse? Are you aggressive or are you gentle? I have no opinions because in our wedding, we didn't even cut the cake. No, and we didn't even really want a cake, but we got it just because we planned like, oh, we'll do the cake cutting for us. But we had a food cart come to our wedding and they served dessert. So that and everything that's going on, like, no, we didn't even no one even remembered. No one remembered. <laughs> like my parents picked up the cake and no one remembered it was there. We didn't even put it out, guys. We didn't even put it on a table. It was in a box under the caterer's table. Yeah, that was... <laughs> So we ate it yeah. the next day, like a few pieces. And then, oh my gosh, that's still in my parents' freezer. We should do something with that. Give them some freezer space. If you have a chance for your wedding, if you could get a rental of a dessert food truck. Highly recommend. It's a hit. Oh, it was a huge hit. Even more of it, if you can get more than one, if you got it like yeah. that. We just had one, dope. but it was dope. so dope. Everyone loved it. It was, we had it fully, um, like, however many times you want to go up, knock yourself out. The kids were going ham. <laughs> we had ice cream and churros. My nephew yeah. had, like, five of them. Yeah. So, we had a churro truck come, and you could have either churros, ice cream, or together, a churro, a churro sundae, and all the toppings, and wow, the hit. That's why no one paid attention to the cake, because <laughs> there was so much going on. Also, a thing about cake cutting. Was I going to clear the dance floor and be like, watch me cut this cake? No. Get right. the, leave the party no, going. It's, it's no a, one needs to see It's a party. Everyone's already got a vibe going. Not yeah. going to break it up. No. You know what I love? Awkwardly dancing in a fully lit fluorescent room. It was really... You know what it is? Everyone's fine. 
except for Cody. He's like, the attention must be on me. I have the dance moves. Like, that's why it was bad. But I think overall, it looked pretty okay. I personally will not dance in a well-lit room. (laughs) That's just me personally. I mean, there's a reason why clubs are so dark. We need to feel comfortable. I need an open bar and low lights. People don't need to see (laughs) how much I'm sweating. No, that's actually a very good point. No, we don't need... (laughs) So it is a great night. We see Cody dancing with each of his wives, which honestly looked very nice and something that we know Cody loves to dance. And his wives look like they love to dance with him. It's like an intimate one-on-one moment you guys get. One song to yourself before he has to go do something else. And it's so sad to think about all of kind of the leaked tabloids footage we've only seen for the last couple of years have been of him and Robin only dancing. Only them, whether that be at a restaurant, a bar, at someone else's wedding, other get-togethers. It's just them now. Cody talks about saying goodbye to each wife. First Janelle, then Christine, and then Mary. Robin said he saw that they were having a moment, a nice stroll together, and she didn't want to intrude. So what do you do if you don't want to intrude? You run up and give Mary a huge hug. Production back then... They had a little bit of shade. A little bit of sass. The moment she says, I didn't want to intrude, they cut to Robin intruding, and it was perfection. Okay, so did they not realize they were being filmed even from season one? Because we always talk a lot of crap now about how, do they not realize that we can just go back and look? They still didn't realize it even season one. I have a prediction, and I, I know it's wrong, but these are just where my mind goes. I have a feeling that this moment where... Mary and Cody are sort of saying their goodbyes before they're off to the honeymoon. It's a little more telling than we think. Like this may have been the start where Cody kind of started taking steps backwards as far as how much intimacy he gave every other wife. I mean, let's say they did follow the rules, even though there's no way they did. They, this is going to be their first night being intimate. I think it's in the back of every single one of those wives' mind that when he comes home from that honeymoon, it's it's a whole other person in that rotation. Things have happened and intimacy was, you know, happened. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like the last moment where it's you guys. Well, we are human. I mean, we're insecure. It's just, it's just what we are. And in some of these wives, their mindset might be, is he going to be attracted to me anymore? Mm -hmm. Like she's younger, she's thinner. Like what am I? This episode ends with everyone kind of giving their hopes for the future. Christine says she looks forward to their future, a big house where they will all be together. Janelle says that she sees the five of them sitting at family moments together and doing things that center around their family. Mary tearing up says that she would call these girls her best friends And she looks forward to the time when they're just so close that they don't want to live without each other. Something interesting here is that, and we saw this in some of the latest seasons where Christine was down with the big home. Yeah. I find it interesting though, because you can tell the Lehigh home, there's no way Robin could fit her family in there. Like they're already maxed out. So I'm curious, the way she says that, was there an idea of, Where are we moving after this? Like, what is our next step? Because we can't live like this. You know, we need to be in one home. Well, dun dun dun, season two. 
I think the goal in their mind during season one was, cool, we're going to move to another big house in Utah. But then it was the whole emergent, we need to get out of here. So then they all, then that was the first time separate and they were never going back after that. I can't recall if they talked about this, but they paid for so many lots in Vegas. Do you recall there ever being a thought of like, why don't we just build a giant home in Vegas and live there? I don't think you can building codes. Oh, as far as like a multi, yeah, yeah, multi-family thing. Yeah, you could be right. Very interesting. I'm happy for him. I'm. It's cool that uh, it, it's sad because we know what the future's like. We, I know. We know what's gonna happen. It's in so story. sad to hear everyone's prediction and hopes, and they're all beautiful and great and what everyone wants, but yet they didn't get it. And why? Because of Cody. Like <laughs> that is who I ultimately blame here. Oh, one more thing before we let you guys go. I talked about the reviews last week and just super thankful how we met our goal. The goal that I told no one about. <laughs> I was just curious. Like you guys are blowing us out of the water. You left so many sweet comments. It was so nice. I wasn't expecting it at all. We were traveling and I was exhausted one night and looked at my phone and it absolutely made my day, my weekend, everything. Thank you for all of your kindness, your support. We really appreciate it. On the other hand, we got our first one star review. <laughs> I was always super excited to always be like, for the almost two years we've been out, we've never gotten a one-star review. How and fucking it happened. Dare they. But now our joke is it's probably Gina. She heard the Married at First Sight podcast. It's okay. I can't blame her. <laughs> we were joking on the trip, like it was fucking Gina. She fucking totally found Gina. us. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know what sucks? The person that leaves the one star, they don't even leave a comment. No, I don't want to comment. Please Damn. don't ever leave me a comment. No, oh, I see. No, I could not handle but, that. What but, did I tell you I that mean, night? Okay. One star is already shit, but could they at least leave constructive criticism? No, I want nothing. Oh, gotcha. Okay. No. The only reason I didn't spiral is because I had so many nice comments yeah, and just real. the one star. So I could kind of ignore it. For real. That was pretty awesome. So thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. I hope you have a good week. Take care of yourself and we will talk to you soon. Later, guys. Bye.